You're listening to Drive and Convert, a podcast about helping online brands to build a better e-commerce growth engine with John McDonald and Ryan Garrow. John, pleasure to be here. We Today, we've got a really cool topic, I think, that's not one that a lot of people talk about, but I think is going to excite a lot of people around the CRO consideration realm. And it's kind of a buzzy word in, in this time of life that we're in, but rapid testing, yes. uh, which is generally something that never comes out of your mouth. <laughs> Just move quick and we're going to get great answers. No, it's a time data scenario in most CRO. But you and your team have come up with uh, some pretty cool things you can do quickly in the CRO space. As somebody that's not very patient, <laughs> rapid <laughs> testing really speaks to who I am at my core. Uh, so I'm excited to hear about this. So kick us off and just tell us at a high level, what what is rapid testing in CRO? Yeah, this was formulated specifically for folks like you. So I'm glad <laughs> we can talk about this today. Uh, yeah, so rapid testing, okay, as you mentioned, traditional conversion optimization takes time. Uh, you really want to be looking at things like A-B testing that requires a certain amount of traffic in order going through that test, which can require time in order to really statistically prove out which is the better variant. Or you can do things like user testing, which is a huge lift. Uh, even if you mm-hmm. do remote unmoderated where you're running it through a software tool and uh, things of that sort, it can be a problem. So really the goal of rapid testing is to get the cost down, the timeline and effort down and help kind of have a bit of an insurance policy on uh, what you're moving forward with. So is it as thorough as what you know traditionally would be CRO? No. But it has its place. And I Mm -hmm. think that's why it's important. Sometimes you don't need the uh, Ferrari and maybe you only need the Volkswagen, right? And that's okay. It's not as exciting to drive a Volkswagen, but... I would agree with that. There's a place for it, I guess. Okay, and so most companies across the board, you're going to recommend full CRO. I know out of the gate, I've talked to you enough times with brands of a certain size. Yes, yes. And so if I'm a large enough brand to afford general CRO that you would put in that bucket, why would they even consider rapid testing then? Is there scenarios mm-hmm. that make sense for them that it wouldn't make sense to do full CRO? Of course. I mean, even when we're working with you know Fortune 500 brands like Adobe, we're doing rapid testing at times for them. Oh, really? Because you know, there are situations where they need to move extremely quick. Right. And they need to know how to improve something, but they don't have time to go do a full user testing study or for us to go out and interview customers or for us to even, you know, get an A-B test, despite the fact that some of their pages have tens of millions of visitors a day and they still can't or don't want to be able to test that through A-B testing on their site. So what are the next steps? And that's really where rapid testing comes from is how do we augment these heavier lifts to just be able to do something and uh, and prove it out? Now, most cases, you're right. I'm going to say, hey, you really need to be doing full A-B testing or you really need to be thinking about doing a more iterative approach. This isn't just a, a quick win. And I think the, the goal here is going in with your eyes wide open. You know this is not going to be uh, as thorough and you're okay with that in this instance. Got it. So if you've been working with a company for years and years and, and they know you well, you know them well, why can't they just spin up something that's worked 
already before in some other version of what they've done and just say, yeah, it's probably going to be good enough. Let's go. Well, I think that's where if you look at consumers or behaviors are always changing. Technology is always changing. Your product is always changing. Mm -hmm. And the context that the consumer is coming to your site is always changing. You know, there's also a timeline issue. For instance, right? So a brand that is right now we're we're on the cusp of holiday, Black Friday, Cyber Monday week, and in the US especially, but the the reality is it's way too late to be doing A B testing. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you were launching a new landing page, for instance, and you really want to understand and have that insurance policy that that landing page is going to produce because it's such a critical time, what do you do? Do you throw it at the wall and see if it sticks? Well, you may miss that opportunity. Or do you take, you know, a day, two days and run some rapid testing before you throw it up? And that's going to allow you to know if there's any big holes in the process and go from there. Okay. So if I'm going to, for example, like last week, if I was going to decide, does this promo make sense or does this landing page work for my Black Friday, Cyber Monday Mm -hmm. promotional schedule? What does it actually look like to go through that rapid Mm -hmm. testing? Like, do I, I mean, I have to have some traffic, I assume, that I want to test promos with. Yeah, actually, no. Uh, These are all things that aren't done on your site and they aren't done using your traffic necessarily. There are some things, some ways we can involve your consumers, but when you involve consumers in this way, you slow down the process dramatically. All right, because you want to make sure you have the right consumers, you have to compensate them in some ways. And so there's a lot of things you can be thinking about here. So what are the different types of rapid testing? Well, let's start with a pretty easy one. You could do heat mapping, but it's artificial intelligence heat mapping, right? Hmm. So you're doing things that are like eye tracking based on artificial intelligence algorithms fed with a lot of actual eye tracking studies to see that AI and uh, and then you can train it as well. And uh, so we use those types of tools, which are great. And you do have one of your own proprietary versions of yes. that, don't you? Yes, so exactly. Not everybody can just go off the shelf and find one of these things, I'm guessing. Yeah, there's definitely options out there. This is something that is, again, an enterprise level tool that if you're just a small or medium e-com site, you're probably not going to want to invest the budget to make that happen on your own. But mm-hmm. through us, we are, we have the tools, so we're able to to use it with our customer base who might not be able to afford it if they want to market for something similar. Cool. So artificial intelligence uh, tracking is one way. Uh, we can also do something where we go to these different types of small task warehouses that exist. And what that means is there are folks all over the globe who who do small tasks for a dollar each task or you know 50 cents a task at times, depending on how long it takes. What we can do is put certain types of testing up there. And we can do things like preference tests. We can do things like five-second tests. So what's a preference test? Well, we could put two different banners up or two different page layouts and say, ask a very pointed question. Which one of these has the better offer, right? Yeah. Which one of these is is more intriguing? And there's a whole psychological way that you want to survey and ask these folks about these. But the goal here is really to do that rather quickly. So you can get 
you know, thousands upon thousands of responses within 12 hours. And, you know, it still costs a little bit, but it's way more minimal than the cost to design a test, do all the data science on it, build that test, then run it and then implement it on your site. Right. Mm -hmm. So you start thinking about weighing the options there. Okay, well, this might not be a subset of my exact site visitors, but they fit a reasonable demographic. And so it makes sense to to get the the large volume of data. Another thing you can do up there is the five second test that I mentioned, where you put a image up for five seconds and then take it down and ask people to describe what they remembered. What do you recall? Or ask even a more pointed question. Did you see A or B? Right. And so uh-huh. then you have some options there as well. I have a weird question that may be slightly different than what you have what you would think about it. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going into holiday. And one of the things I'd like to be able to know that would fall in the vein of this cool task warehouse that I hadn't heard of before now, if I already know what my, my competitor's offer is, mm-hmm. I, in theory, I could leverage this to say, all right, the competitors are offering a BOGO 50% off, and yes. I want to offer 25% off. Who's going to win in that offsite to get the traffic? Like if mm-hmm. I'm going head-to-head in, in Google Ads with them or I'm yes. going head-to-head in social, so even before they get to the site, be like, which yes. offers more compelling? This is this is something that we've been doing for brands with this rapid testing because it's a great way. Would you bring up another great opportunity with rapid testing, which is off-site testing? So when you typically think about conversion rate optimization, you're thinking about on-site testing. Mm-hmm. And that is where we spend 99% of our time. But as you're calling out, there are definitely opportunities for us to you know, be testing what it's driving people to the site and what's going to be more effective there. Especially during high conversion period times where mm-hmm. a lot of that research is done off site. And by the time I get to the site, I already know I'm converting. Right. Like if I'm looking for a TV and I'm like, Target's got it for 200 and Walmart's got it for 199. Great. I already know I'm going 189. I'm buying it. Like my conversion rate is astronomical over the next week uh, if I'm buying from you right now. <laughs> yeah. And again, all of these things are absent of price. Right. One thing that we really don't want, I mean, we can do some testing and we have on preference testing around pricing, but the reality is lower price is always going to win almost. Right. So it's, mm-hmm. it's not really worth testing pricing in our point of view. And it's also, that's not optimization. It's really, as you know, I say it's margin drain, right? Because mm-hmm. you're really just a race to the bottom at that point. So instead we're thinking, you know, this is a great opportunity to be testing which ad catches an eye better, right? Mm-hmm. If you have the same price, how can you outperform your competitor's ad? That is a great way to be doing some rapid testing here. Yeah. Is it going to be free shipping this year or is it going to mm-hmm. be free offer with purchase or is mm-hmm. it going to be, you know, that BOGO? I think brands are having to get a lot more creative right now before they even get to the site on some of those, yeah. these cyber deals um, that it becomes interesting. And I've, yeah. Funny, we'll talk on this at a later episode probably about some traffic you can get with some of these offers, but there are companies that are sending a lot of traffic to Amazon and what they do is they get all the lists of promotions going out from Amazon and they get to pick and choose which ones they're going to send their traffic to. And so they're spending, they get money from Amazon to drive social ads to Amazon during holiday periods. Yeah. And they just get to be like, oh, I like this offer, this offer, this offer. <laughs> I'm like, so you have to not only stand out to the consumer. Mm-hmm. But you're going to stand out to the person driving the traffic to your site or to Amazon so that they pick your offer, which is crazy. Well, and I think you bring up a whole nother 
opportunity for rapid testing, which is Amazon, right? So we've started recently using rapid testing to do some optimization of Amazon product pages Hmm. because you really have very, very limited A-B testing opportunities within Amazon's platform. But if we can get the testing off of Amazon's site in some manner, then uh, we're able to really start moving the needle. And so that's where rapid testing can often come in as well. Ooh. So all of you listening that have not talked to John about CRO on your Amazon pages, call them up. There's yes. some opportunity there. Amazon has a disgusting amount of volume. It's a, it's a big opportunity area for us and something that we're really looking to put our weight behind in, uh, in 2022. That's exciting. I'm excited to see some of that data. And so there's close timelines. Like we know we have to get a decision very quickly. Mm-hmm. We can't full A-B test. We initial direction. And so is that more about offer or is that usually more around the design of the page where you're like, eh, does this image mm-hmm. go here or here? Like where do you most often see the rapid testing for initial directions? Yeah, bigger than a placement of an image. If you're talking two big changes, right? So two completely different designs of something, right? And you want to test those two big things and see which direction is going to help you go in a down a better rabbit hole. So that way, this is where I like to call it an insurance policy. You're basically insuring yourself against diving and spending a lot of resources down a path that isn't going to perform. And you could have been told that right up front with a little bit of, of research. And so that's where rapid testing can really be helpful here. Got it. So it's kind of like around, hey, do we want a left-hand nav or a top nav? Like I can probably guess which one's right, but mm-hmm. you want to make sure. Well, yeah, or just a completely, you have a designer, you're overhauling the design of your site and they offered you two options for the visual design of your site and all, right? The color schemes, the type, Mm -hmm. are you using photos versus illustrations, different fonts, right? All of that type of stuff, you can basically export a a flat image of your Photoshop mockups and do preference testing or rapid testing on those two. And you could even do something where you put one up for five seconds and then say, what emotions are you feeling right now based on what you saw, right? <laughs> Feelings, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Can't see this, but Ryan's running away. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think, you know, that's where I call it the insurance policy because you're involving users at such an early stage that you typically wouldn't have been able to with full conversion optimization because... Otherwise, you know, it'd be much harder to set up a whole user test and start interviewing people about what they're doing here instead of getting, you know, tens of thousands of people to respond to the the general sentiment. And then you can look at that data and say, wow, it's like 90 to 10, then very, very high bias in one direction. That's going to be hard to pass up in terms of, you know, data and relevance there. Or, you know, it may come in and it's like 60, 40. And then you have to start thinking, okay, Maybe I'll head down that one path a little bit, incorporate some of the other elements and do another round of rapid testing. It's, again, it's not going to be a one and done in most cases, but it is something that's going to be a lot more quicker and helpful. You're listening to Drive and Convert, a podcast focused on e-commerce growth. Your hosts are John McDonald, founder of The Good, a conversion rate optimization agency that works with e-commerce brands to help convert more of their visitors into buyers. And Ryan Garrow of Logical Position, digital marketing agency offering pay-per-click management, search engine optimization, and website design services to brands of all sizes. If you find this podcast helpful, please help us out by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing it with a friend or colleague. Thank you. Okay, and then 
Where do you often see brands trying to stuff something into rapid mm. testing that's not probably appropriate for that? Like where should they be like, ooh, yeah, I really want to do this, but... Yeah, mm. first thing is it, it's kind of the antithesis of, of uh, rapid testing to have your audience involved, specifically your users. That's when it starts to slow down. And now we're talking about real optimization, not this rapid testing, right? And so with that in mind, you need to have some grace on, you're giving up a few things in the essence of speed. So what do I mean by that? Well, first of all, you're giving up more certainty, statistical certainty, right? You are giving up the ability to exactly test with your site visitors. So these are folks who may or may not have ever heard of you. They may or may not ever be on your site. But what we can do with that is kind of get them into your demographics at a high level, right? But we're not going to be able to go down to they've bought your competitor, for instance, right? It's going to be a much higher level than that. It's a male between this 20 and 40 with an income above 50,000 US dollars. Right, that might be the the most that we'd be able to do. Um, so you have to keep that in mind too. So we can get kind of your target demo, but other than yeah. that, you're, you're just getting guidelines to begin something that eventually you will get official CRO on. Right, exactly, and that's how you want to really want to be thinking about this. Is this is a great starting spot, and it's great for early items to help guide, but it's not the end all be all. You really need to be thinking about what is your next step going to be from here. And knowing that you're going to have to continue to test at each step, but you're able to get that feedback much quicker. Now, is this something that can work for small brands that mm -hmm. have, you know, only a few hundred dollars of budget that they can start looking at this? Or is this still going to be, hey, you've got to have 2500 3000 bucks right now to do any of this? Well, I think if you only have a few hundred dollars, you might want to attempt doing some of this yourself. And if you are small or smaller, or let's just say SMB e-commerce, it's really worth spending a couple of thousand bucks on this versus, mm -hmm. um, you know, a true conversion optimization where you don't have enough traffic or time or budget. And, you know, you can't spend, let's just say $10,000 a month. But with this rapid testing, you for a couple thousand, you should be able to have a really clear direction of where to head. So to answer your question, it's, it's not a couple hundred dollars. Uh, there's still some effort involved. But it is way cheaper than doing true conversion optimization. And you get the benefits of the time and the other resources that come with that. Yeah, that's why I talk to a lot of brands and say it's more, it's your time money conversation. Mm -hmm. If you have more time than money, then you're going to Starbucks, you're buying some people coffee. Right. Uh, if you have a little more money than time right now, you're going to be paying a couple thousand bucks for rapid testing to get yourself going and jump starting mm -hmm. until you can afford full CRO. Yeah. And, you know, you think about how much you pay for car insurance every month, right? Several hundred dollars in most cases. And you look at that and you say, okay, I'm paying that for car insurance. But like the reality here is, you know, how often am I getting in an accident or hopefully I'm never using it, right? It's the same thing here. You, you might spend a couple grand, but the reality is that uh, you're going to have much better performance and think of it as that type of insurance policy. What do you, what's the opportunity cost of not doing this? not involving users early, you might get all the way into development and launch of your new site to only find out, wow, that new site performing way worse than my last site. And we've had a couple of clients who've come to us after they've tried to do this without involving consumers. They've relaunched, redesigned and relaunched their entire site. And since they didn't talk to consumers, it launched and they're like, whoa, our site just totally is like half the conversions, half the sales. We're not sure what's going on here. Something must be broken. And you're like, well, it's not broken. It's, you know, everything seems to be working okay. 
it's the fact that you know you didn't involve consumers you made a ton of assumptions and then they end up taking the new site down and putting the old one back up because it doesn't work mm-hmm. you know and they get they they get really concerned really quickly and so my first thought with uh, that is well you should have done some initial rapid testing you could have been way better off and saved yourself all of that that revenue uh, that you spent so I find this often, actually, that particular scenario when I'm talking to a, a brand that generally targets older an older demographic, mm-hmm. and they've had an old site that, for all intents and purposes, and, and for any millennials or Gen Zs, this it is just clunky. It's terrible to use. It's you know, if you're on excuse me, but Volusion or Yahoo, sometimes <laughs> those sites tend to be older. But it's worked really well for a long time for them, mm-hmm. and their demographic has aged with it, and it's just easy for them. Then they go hire a web designer because they're like, look, we need to upgrade the site. We need to keep up with you know the organic algorithm and mobile site speed. So we yep. do it. But they hire a development agency that's got younger people that don't resonate with their target market. And they get a great looking site, maybe if you're targeting me, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to your site to buy it. And unfortunately, you you work yourself into a beautiful site that doesn't convert and because you yeah. didn't think through, like, at least if I'm going to get a better, speedier platform, I need to make it work for my demographic, even if it doesn't look pretty to the designers right. that are actually building it. Um, and, and that's a great point. Yeah. So if it's not easy, if your web design team doesn't understand your target demographic, well, you are going to for sure want to do something like a rapid test with your target demo. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, there's too many risks involved, especially if you are a, you know, a site that has enough revenue that it would be losing. It would be painful. Yes. <laughs> Great point. And that's why I keep going back to that insurance policy term when mm-hmm. maybe it's not 100% accurate. It is, I think, a good representation of, of what you're looking at with this. So. Yeah, yeah, I think it's too often you can't make that many assumptions. I mean, we'd all like to make assumptions because it makes our life easier when we just assumed, hey, it worked here, it worked here, it's going to mm-hmm. work here. But rapid testing can fix that. But then even then, I think you've got products for companies that are small that can help small brands that need to take some baby mm-hmm. steps to start taking some best practices before they can get to real levels of CRO that I think they need to be considering as well. Like, great, rapid test can get you going in one direction, but it's not going to be the iteration of testing and heat mm-hmm. mapping and the best practices that your SMB product does provide for. Exactly. And so I think this is uh, where optimization is headed from a volume standpoint because it really helps. One of my kind of goals has been to democratize CRO, right? Bring it down from that Fortune 500 boardroom style and budget and investment level and time required. How do I bring this to the masses? Mm -hmm. And one of the ways we've been doing that is this rapid testing. And that's been working out very, very well with us. You mentioned that the artificial intelligence eye tracking has been one way we can do that. We have uh, a user testing site that that has brought the user testing overall from an enterprise level down to what SMBs can afford without that massive annual contract and all the tool sets and everything else that you don't need to just be able to submit and say, hey, I want five user tests on this, this site and we're able to provide that for you um, at a reasonable cost. So there's a bunch of these things that we're doing and I think rapid testing is one of those blocks that I'm really, really excited about. And when you start combining that with, you know, things like launching new books and, and sharing all of our content out there, we just have this great library of what we're providing that is a whole suite of 
things that an SMB site can use. And so that's really been my goal is how do we do that at a, at a price that's affordable and, and in a way that's understandable. And mm-hmm. so hopefully this is another one of those tactics. And I can attest you're doing a good job. Like <laughs> we at LP have a lot of smaller clients, but they still find a lot of value in the mm-hmm. things you're doing. And I'm, uh, I find a lot of value in helping smaller businesses grow big. I think it's yeah. just more exciting. But yeah, I mean, any agency can probably work with Nike or Adidas and see them grow. Like mm-hmm. They're Nike and Adidas. Right. Uh, but taking, you know, small clients to say, man, you were doing 1 million last year. Now you're doing 15 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just exciting to see the impacts has on the business owner too. So yeah. rapid testing, Pre- almost everybody can leverage it and should be leveraging it at some point before they make massive decisions in regards to their websites or even just if you're gambling on holiday promos, you can take yeah. a lot of the risk out. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Ryan. I appreciate the the wonderful questions on this today. Thank you, John. Thanks for listening to Drive and Convert with John McDonald and Ryan Garrow. To keep up to date with new episodes, you can subscribe at driveandconvert.com.